Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afoke Wonsuzu. So let's get down to it. Hello, fam. Welcome back to another episode today. First of all, how are you guys doing? You know, I always have to ask how, how you guys are doing because, I mean, your well-being is very important to me, believe it or not. But I hope everything is going well with you and you're keeping strong in the faith and not losing focus. Because remember, you are exactly where God wants you to be. And that is in his presence. Okay, because in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So you're right where you need to be as long as you are in the presence of God. Okay. And speaking of God's presence, the last time I was here, uh, episode uh, 33 to to be precise, we talked about staying in the presence of God and not running out of it, no matter how long it may seem the single season is taking. And today we continue our discussion on Ruth And in the last episode, we ended by saying that there are amazing things waiting for you on the other side of your surrender. Okay, and so today we're going to be talking about that other side of the surrender. And if you remember from the last episode where I shared with you in episode uh, 33, that Ruth surrendered and got back on the path to Judah. And we said the path back to Judah, the path back to God is Jesus. Okay, and now to make that statement more profound, can you imagine this? When Naomi and Ruth took that path back to Jesus, Ruth had no idea whatsoever that the path that she was taking would signify Jesus, you know, which would make her one of the great, great grandmothers of Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Like there are so many things God has in store for you. So you have to show up, sis. Or like we say in Nigeria, you have to show up, my sister. Okay? You owe it to your future self to show up. Don't disappoint your future self. Walk with God. Get into his presence with all the baggage and drop it off all at the feet of God because he wants it all. He wants you there, right there in his presence. So if you haven't surrendered, sis, what are you waiting for? Are you going to show up for your future self and your future generation? Or are you going to just Sit down in Moab, that is outside the presence of God, taking hits here and there from the enemy when you can simply surrender. And if you have already surrendered to God, that's awesome. And I celebrate with you today because this message is going to show you two major benefits of your surrender to God, whether you have surrendered or not. Okay, so let's continue from where we last left off. And that will be moving on to Ruth uh, verses 2 to see, like I said, what God has on the other side waiting for you of your surrender. So on the other side of your surrender. So I'm going to read Ruth 2 verses 1 to 3 uh, using the New Living Translation version. It says here, Now there was a wealthy and influential man in Bethlehem named Boaz, who was a relative of Naomi's husband Elimelech. One day, Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, let me go out into the harvest fields to pick up the stalks of grain left behind by anyone who is kind enough to let me do it. And Naomi replied, all right, my daughter, go ahead. So Ruth went out to gather grain behind the harvesters. And as it happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz, the relative of her father-in-law, Elimelech. Okay, so three short verses, but wonderful story of Ruth 
meeting Boaz. But I'd like to point out some important things that the Holy Spirit would like you to know because it will greatly, I mean greatly help you uh, in this your single season. So we know Ruth had surrendered to God and made the journey back to Bethlehem or Judah, which is a spiritual reference to the presence of God. Okay, and in Ruth 1 verse 22, which is the last chapter of Ruth 1, uh, the Bible had mentioned that Ruth and Naomi, they had returned to Bethlehem. They had returned back to Judah at the beginning of the barley harvest. Now, why do you think God made Ruth and Naomi return back to Bethlehem at the beginning of the harvest season? Like, why didn't they return uh, at the start of a different season. Well, now watch this, sis. The reason why you're surrendered to God is so, so important is because when you have fully surrendered to God, like Ruth did in Ruth chapter one, one of the things that happens is that you give God permission, okay? You give God permission to introduce you into your season of harvest, your, your harvest season, like God did with Ruth in chapter two, like, in chapter two, like we just read. It is important, okay, that I touch on this because, you know, the reason why I call it a season of harvest is because it is a season God introduces you into to harvest all that God has promised you, which includes that love story that God has already written for you, okay? Because whenever there is a surrender, God welcomes you and ushers you okay, and leads you into your harvest season like he has always intended to do. Now, with that being said, in order to harvest, okay, you need to put your hands your hands to work. Agreed? Yeah. So in order to harvest, you need to put your hands to work. And the process of harvesting, it just means the process or period of gathering crops, okay? And back in roots time, there were no machines or anything. They just had their ever-reliable human hands, okay? That's always handy, right? So just like Ruth, when you surrender, God introduces you into your harvest season, but you must remember to get your hands to work in this harvest season that God is introducing you to if you have just surrendered your will to God, okay? Or even if you have already surrendered to God in your single season, it, it still applies to you. You have to remember to put your hands to work because it is the harvest season. And for harvest, you have to get your, heart, your hands to work in, or, in order to, to gather the crops, okay? To, to gather the blessings. So you need to be aware, okay? That even as you've surrendered to God in this, your single season, that it's not just any, you know, ordinary season, that it is your season of harvest. And you cannot, okay, sit idly by during this harvest season, you must gather in your crops, meaning you have to get to work. And by work, I mean, you need to serve God with your purpose in this harvest season. Okay. You need to, because when you put your hands to work, like I said, you serve in your purpose and you're going about God's business because you are in his presence. But in terms of serving, how do you know where to serve and how to serve in your single season? Well, while in God's presence, you learn to actively walk with God and get to know him and his plans and purposes for you. Because when you walk with God and have a relationship with him and learn to hear his voice, you also know how to hear his voice and be led by the amazing Holy Spirit, who Jesus left behind for us to help us. 
So the Holy Spirit is available to you, sis, in your single season and beyond, of course, to help you in whatever area you require his help. And a big part of walking with the Holy Spirit is discernment. Oh yeah, discernment is uh, very important in your walk with God because then you know and understand God's instructions and also know where he is leading you to in this your harvest season. And that leading also includes uh, where he wants you to serve and also where he wants you to be at any given time and also how he wants you to serve. It's very important. And in Ruth 2 verse 2 to 3, uh, the NLT version, which we just read, says one day Ruth decided to go into the fields. Like, how did you know to go into the fields? Yes, I know it was a harvest season, but there were certainly other things that she could have, you know, gone to do like elsewhere. She could have gone into the market square to join a bunch of women weavers, you know, the ones that wove baskets and other household items. And also, how did she know to go to that exact field? You know, because Bethlehem was a big place, I'd imagine, and she could have easily gone elsewhere or found some sort, some other sort of job to get doing. Because, I mean, studying Ruth 2 tells me that she wasn't even sure someone would give her access to glean or to harvest in their fields. Or she could have looked for, you know, as an alternative, she could have looked for an able young man to get married to her who could have taken care of her emotionally or even financially. You know, but no, she didn't do any of that, which is which is very, you know, baffling to me. She could have easily found someone else to settle down with. But the Bible says in Ruth 2 verse 2 that one day, okay, one day, Ruth decided to go out into the harvest field. One day. And that happened to be the day God made Boaz cross her path. That one day, she didn't get out to go find a man, to find a man, you know, to keep herself busy or whatever. She just set out to do what the Lord had put in her heart to do. Ruth had, she had no idea that the one day she set out to this harvest field during the harvest season, that God was not only going to bring her a harvest in food, but also in destiny. <laughs> She was also harvesting her destiny, spiritually speaking. And she was harvesting it in, 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 in the sense that she met Boaz, a, a man that she would eventually get married to. Okay, she was harvesting her destiny spiritually for a marriage with the man Boaz. And this was going to give her the opportunity to continue in establishing the bloodline that will eventually lead to Jesus. Okay, and this is the reason why Ruth is still very relevant today. And I'm using her as a point of reference for this episode in 2019, which is like thousands of years after she decided to one day, one day surrender to God that led her to her one day of being strategically positioned to be found by Boaz. So yes, one day Ruth decided, but that's really all God needs. He just needs one day to change your life and introduce you to the man he created you for, sis. He just needs one day to change your life and lead you to the man he has created you for. The Bible also didn't um, say many days had passed. It just said one day <laughs> because that is all it takes really. One day for God to turn your life around, including your relationship that will lead to your God-ordained marriage. So likewise, sis, just be concerned with God's business. Surrender it all to him first. Serve in your purpose, following the leading of God. 
not following the leading of wanting to find a man and watch God properly position you to be found. Moving on here, it says in Ruth 2 verse 3, uh, it says it very specifically, and as it happened, okay, and as it happened, Ruth found herself in Boaz's field. Yes, English words put it so sweetly and so beautifully as it happened, but not really. It didn't really just happen like that. It didn't just happen. It was all part of God's plan because he had already written her love story. He had already written Ruth's love story, but she just had to properly position herself to receive the love story God had already written for her. You see, God had strategically positioned Ruth to visit the harvest field and God also made it such that Ruth will visit that exact field where she would meet Boaz. And also before all of this, God made it happen such that Ruth, okay, moved back to Judah or Bethlehem during the harvest season, which was all part of God's strategic plan to strategically position Ruth to be found. That's just amazing. So if you want to be found by the man God has for you, then be in God's presence so that God can strategically position you to receive the love story he has already written for you in the first place. It was all God leading Ruth because she chose to walk with God and not sit idle in her single season and also chose to obey the leading of God through the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, since imagine if she, if Ruth uh, was being led by her own flesh and her other desires, like they certainly wouldn't have led her to the field where she would have, you know, positioned herself to be found by Boaz, a man that would be her husband. She would have just missed the whole thing entirely. So sis, relax. Don't go about looking for a man from pillar to post, from bar to bar, website to website. Be found in God's presence. Walk with God because all he needs is one day. Just one day. Because the one day you agree to start walking with God is the one day, or sorry, what am I trying to say? Because the one day you agree to start walking with God, the one day you agree to surrender your, your will to him, the one day you choose to serve God with your purpose is the one day you allow God to lead you to the spouse he has for you and the life he has for you too. Just one day, sis, one day day. So will you surrender and allow God lead you to your one day experience that would lead you to the love story God has already written for you? Will you allow God do that? For me, my one day happened like this. It was 2014. I was in my last relationship before I got married. I had had enough and I was tired of doing things my own way. I had walked to God for a while at that time, but partially, partially, because I didn't trust God enough <laughs> at that time to know, to, to, sorry, I didn't trust God enough at that time to know what I needed in a marriage. But after I was done, you know, with my own will and realized that my will wasn't going to get me anywhere, I mean, I finally just surrendered my relationship before I got married and everything else to God. And I also decided to end the, 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 whatever, the dating thing I had with the guy at that time, the relationship I had with him and just chose to have one with God. I just chose to walk with God until he showed me very clearly who my husband would be. 
okay and I was like I've I've I've, I've done it my way and I, I you know it hadn't helped me much so I finally at that time released my will and also my trust to God and I accepted his will for me because I mean his word said and his word still says that the plans God has for me they are only meant to prosper me and not harm me plans to give me a hope and a future so surely what I was looking for was and still is on the inside of God's will, not mine. And so at that time, I finally gave my full and complete will up to God and I accepted his will for me, even though I didn't know the full picture at that time. So I surrendered while I was away on a trip actually to go visit my siblings who were in a different city uh, for school and it was the start of the school term for them. So one day <laughs> while on that trip, I decided to go look for someone who I knew was arriving in that same school in that city to start a new semester, but I didn't have a number because she was a distant friend. So that one day, God had put it in my heart to find this lady and just welcome her to Canada. I mean, since I was in the same city as her. So there was a, a job fair going on that day in the school. So I felt led to check that job fair uh, hall or the location because she could very well be there looking for a job, assuming she really did make it to resume school in Canada for that semester. So I was, I was working with assumptions that day. So that one day I went out searching for her, not knowing if I would find her or not. And yes, I did eventually find her chatting amongst a group of her friends. But as it happened, <laughs> my would-be husband was also standing amongst that group of friends. And I had no idea at that time, of course, that it was my husband. But my husband <laughs> had some sort of idea because he just kept staring at me. And the look on his face was like, was like that of someone who had just found out some shocking but pleasant information. Like it was a very interesting gaze. Like it was, it was very intense. And that was how my surrender led to my one day that would properly position me to be found by my forever husband. So sis, the way God works is amazing. To us, it may seem like it just so happened like in my story, but really it was all part of God's plan to lead me to be properly positioned to be found. And the rest they say is history. Okay, and might I add, my one day was literally one day after I had surrendered to God. I remember having this surrender session with God the night before and then was led to that job fair the next day, which was just God leading me to properly position myself to be found by my husband. So sis, there is also a one day story waiting for you as well in the presence of God and also an as it happened story where God properly positions you to be found by your husband. The important thing is that you surrender your will to God and who knows, it can be one day after you surrender, like, you know, that God does it like my story. It could be a few days. It could be a few months, even. No one really knows how God determines the exact time it should happen. But what I do know is that when you surrender, you are ushered or led into your season of harvest and strategic positioning to be found by your husband. And of course, for all of the other blessings God has in store for you too. So sis, as I round up here today, it only takes one day for you to surrender your will to God. One day is all it takes for you to be surrendered to God and surrender your will to God and also to be introduced to your day one, okay? Your day one of being properly positioned to be found by the man you were created for because it all happens within the presence of God, not outside of it. 
Okay, so it says God is ready to bless you, but you have to decide if you will one day surrender to God or if today will be your day one to receive all that God has in store for you. You know, I am confident, very confident that you'll make the right decision to surrender. And because I am confident that you will, I celebrate you in advance because I can already see the amazing uh, things God has in store for you and the amazing things, you know, that God will bring to your life because of this simple act of surrender. And also, you know, just everything, like it's just, thinking about it is just overwhelming overwhelming because God has just overwhelming blessings in store for you. And if you have already surrendered your will to God, I celebrate you too because this is your season of harvest and God is about to reveal to you all the amazing things he has for you as well, including the love story he has already written for you. So that's it for me for today. God bless you, sis, and we'll see you next week. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at Walking in Purpose Podcast and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.